Hey everyone, welcome to the Water Lad Podcast. I'm James Marshall and a quick thanks to Pure Sports CBD, Fortune Favors Beer and Manscaped.com for helping bring this episode to you. And stay tuned to the end of this episode to hear how you can get involved in these unreal products. But before I introduce today's guest, our DJ has a song that sums up his life to a T. Roll it. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Nigga started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team fucking here. I didn't keep it real. He did start at the bottom, but now he's been coaching the Hurricanes for the past 10 seasons. He's been involved with the Black Ferns, Northland, Samoa, Tonga, and Kubota in Japan. It is one of the greats, Dan Cron. Welcome, Cron. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Jimmy Ma. Thank you for having me. How's it been being a Nelson? Mate, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. We're up in Auckland for a couple of weeks before this, and we're sort of a bit hotel-bound in the heritage there, and yeah. um, got locked down for a bit, so... Good to get here and see some sun and some water. It's good. Always enjoy my time with Nelson. Good stuff. And the Black Ferns, how's that been? Yeah, good. Been with the um, uh, part of the Barbarians team uh, the last three weeks. We had that um, trial game and then uh, obviously the uh, test last week and one more this week. So it's been awesome. But good to get back involved with the girls. How have you found coaching women? A few people would have been a bit... Skeptical about you coaching women, but <laughs> no, yeah. as long as I stay five hundred feet, um, no, it's good. So obviously, I, um, I started out with the Black Ferns in two thousand five and did a World Cup in two thousand ten. Oh, so uh, pretty fond memory. So uh, it's, it's worked out well with the uh, with obviously meant to be with Tonga at the moment, but with the lockdown and the COVID, so now it's uh, enjoyable. Good stuff. So let's go back to the start for a young Dan Cron. What was uh, what was life for you? Like growing up? Oh, Christchurch, born, uh, born and bred. Yeah. Um, probably on the other side of the tracks, to be fair. Um, so, play, yeah, played played footy sort of my whole sort of childhood up until about 2021. 20, oh, yeah. Uh, down there, and what, you know, I didn't have too many life expectations, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, just, just, just working in bars and yeah. trying to have as much fun as I can. And then, also the old uh, footy dream stopped in 2001, but... I was never going to be any good. I was, I was too social. What stopped you? Uh, I've got a um, like a calf issue uh, called compartment syndrome. Oh yeah, so it's the old tight calves and Colsey. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I had, so I had a couple of operations, but uh, there, was, there was there was no uh, comeback from that. So. <laughs> Were you a prop? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Prop, but could uh, cover hooker at a push. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, so yeah, so love love footy and that, but obviously got injured and then tried to come back for a couple of years and it just didn't happen. But uh, because you know, sort of because of that sort of sort of got me the coaching quite young, um, you know, just followed the old man uh, old man around for well for twenty years really from the age of five to twenty five, yeah. and then uh, lucky enough to get a couple of jobs and it's just sort of rolled from there. So was your dad always a scrum coach? Yeah, so he was um, always a, a, a coach in Christchurch. So he um, coached Marist Albion and, and suburbs when I was there. Yeah, and. Um, he sort of became a resource coach for Canterbury and started sort of just sort of doing what I did in Wellington, going to all the clubs and doing the uh, front row academy that he started. And I'd just tag along and just try and learn as much as I could and uh, get your old raspberry drink and bag of chips for your <laughs> young fella. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then um, lucky enough, the um, first role came up with the Black Ferns in 2005. Oh, that was your first role? Yeah, first ever role. Oh, so sure. um, and that was sort of being an analyst. So uh, the old man. He's a lot better now, but he wasn't too flash on the old computers back in the day. So yeah. uh, a guy called Regan Hall, who's still with the Chiefs, um, I gave him 20 bucks and he, he, he showed me how to, to code and to, to use the system. <laughs> good investment. Yeah, huge investment. <laughs> um, and it just sort of stemmed from there. And then I think the, the, the Black Ferns tour was the same time the British Lions tour was on. Oh, yeah. 2005. Yeah. And so nobody wanted to do it. Um, so I was sort of, a bit, you know, through the old man, I was a bit of a last minute. <laughs> addition and, and it's all sort of stemmed from there and that sort of led to other jobs and yeah, yeah it's been good and the next job that came was that the Tanifa? Uh yeah well the, the next one that came was the Heartland 15 oh was it yeah that was awesome um, so we we did a tour of Argentina true and it was that first year um, you know the first year those, um, there was no promotion relegation so yeah. Hawke's Bay counties all got put up yeah so I was all Wanganui and Wampa <laughs> <Yeah>. Bush and <laughs> Uh, we went to Argentina for five weeks, and they literally thought we're the All Blacks. Five weeks? Yeah, five That's weeks. a long That's tour for Heartland 15. I don't know who paid for it. <laughs> and uh, there's all these farmers, like, good good dudes. Yeah. And um, just, just Heartland boys. And we had, I remember it, we're in the, uh, we stayed at the Millennium uh, Institute. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Hatters came in. 
do the old um, uh, team building protocol and did the old thumbprint on the piece of paper to say, you, well, you know, whatever it was. That yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> I mean, first, we flew to Argentina, first training, there was six missing. <laughs> Just, just got off the plane and just went for it. Diesel. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think one, yeah. So they all turned up eventually. Um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good tour. Five weeks of diesel. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And that led to, um, I've just, things just fall on my lap. I've been real lucky. Like um, the uh, Northland analyst pulled out or had to move back to Japan or something. So they needed someone last minute. And, yeah. you know, and I've, you know, just literally can travel with a suitcase and uh, moved up to the Tanifar. At the end of 2005. How was that? It was awesome. Yeah, it's good up there. So, um, you know, made, made some pretty good friendships up there. and Had a uh, good crew, eh? Good crew of boys? Yeah, awesome crew. So, obviously, we, um, when I went up, Mark Hanscom was the, the head coach here, just coming from North Harbour. Oh, yeah. And we hadn't won a game in 30-something 30, 30 games. True. So, it was a huge thing about, about you know, um, getting a bit of pride back and, and winning a game. We got Gus Collins back and... David Holwell and some of the greats, yeah. uh, Tony Coughlin and a, a very, very young Rene Ranger. And um, yeah, it was, it was good. So we, we lost our first couple of the third game against counties. Cam, Cam Shaw was a physio for counties. Oh, I'm really? shit about that. <laughs> uh, we won. It was our first win in 35 games or something. So uh, that was pretty cool. The, the bus ride home, it's usually about three hours from Whangarau. I think we took about 15. <laughs> 15 hours. Oh, it was a victory parade. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute victory for eight. That um, many piss stops. Yeah, but it's cool, man. So, like, it's a pretty tight knit city up there, and it's uh, it's a pretty beautiful part of the world. And um, you know, and I was still at the age where I was sort of living with a few of the boys, and we had a couple of good flats up there with Dean Bard and Simon Munro. And, oh yeah, um, Mikai, and just just good people. You know, it was, it was awesome. Were you just doing the analysis? Yeah. So the first year was just doing analysis, um, and just sort of still learning and upskilling on that, and then. Between Northland and the next season, I came back to Christchurch and just wanted to, because they didn't have a scrum coach there, so just just upskilled as hard as I could. Um, and there's a prop there called uh, Bronson Murray. Yeah. One of the greats. And he was um, struggling a bit at loose, he'd tied in. I thought, he's such a good player, if we just get him scrum going better, he could be anything. Yeah. So I had a chat with the coach, and I came when I came back the next year as analyst, I, I just did the scrums. True. Um, and just mainly for Bronny, and it just sort of stemmed from there. So... It was, and I sort of did that for four or five years there. It's, it was pretty hard. When I look back on it now, you're sort of filming, then sprinting down, coaching scrums, <laughs> run. Well, not sprinting. <laughs> Walking. <laughs> they, got that, they, got, they got that hill at Okara Park. That's <laughs> when I fell down that hill in that mini team challenge a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, so just, um, so just did both there, and, and it was great. And we had. Um, um, you know, we had some pretty good wins. You know, you always always celebrated your wins there. Um, and just good people, still still in touch with a lot of them. Um, yeah, so it was awesome. What was your best win? Um, probably we beat Auckland on Eden Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, first time we did that in a long time. Probably since that, when Rep- uh, Repenny scored that try. I think, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Matt yeah. Carrington kicked oh, the Oh, true. Was Matt Carrington? Was James Arledge, yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. yeah. So, so for Northland, that was, um, that was pretty cool. How was Repenny? Uh, it actually didn't have too much to do with him because he yeah. was he went walkabout the the first year. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He turned up about four years later in France. <laughs> um, but you hear but you hear some good stories about him. I remember they told when I was at the Blues, they told a story that he um, I went down to play the Crusaders. And he didn't turn up all week. Oh, real? And it might have been um, Rudy Wolf on the wing got named or someone like that. Yeah. They got to Christchurch, and as the bus is leaving for the ground, Rapini's waiting in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen him all week. And the coach was like, well, mm, he's got to play. <laughs> and he went out and scored a hat-trick. Was that that game yeah. where he just carved it yeah, up? Yeah, just, he just he made Leon McDonald look stupid. <laughs> yeah, so, but um, I guess up there, look how big, you know, the, uh, the big moments up there was obviously Bronny getting a super contract. And yeah. Also when... Um, Rene Ranger debuted against the Welsh in Hamilton. That was huge for oh, yeah. for up north. He was pretty, you know, he's he's born and bred and pretty Whangarei hard. So yeah, we always got a two, you know, a couple of wins here and there, and you know, like you, you can never take us lightly. Um, we put seventy on Manawatu two one day, which Did was you? pretty good. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Manawatu. two. Probably got the time to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Boothy. And then the Canes came calling. Yeah, so I went from. Uh, Tunny Far to the Blues. I was at the Blues for a couple oh, yeah, of years. The blues. Yeah, I was at the Blues just being um, analyst, and did a year with New Sephora and a year with Pat Lamb. It was it was okay. Um, Auckland, I didn't really grip Auckland too too well. 
Um, we had a couple of up and down years. And then um, uh, Hammer called to you know, say there's a job at the Hurricanes, just just as the analyst. Yeah. So, yep, so I applied for that and had an interview, and it sort of stemmed from there. And it was a bit of a set-up, because in the interview, uh, Hammer was, they, they, like, they questioned me pretty hard about not, not being a coach. Yeah. Can you just do the analyst role? So I was just quoting my time at the Blues, who was a scrum coach, and it just wasn't a problem, and I can do all the analyst stuff, and I'm um, just saying what I had to say, and it was sweet. And then, so I signed my analyst contract, which is, you know, it's nothing like Coca-Cola money. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then the next day, Hammer goes, oh, we actually want you to be the scrum coach. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you can't, so you can't really say no. <laughs> so for, for three years, I was the analyst and scrum coach. So yeah. mate, I, look, I look back on it now, and the... I'm not sure how I did it. Yeah, you know, just just the workload and um, you know just new to it and trying hard and you know because the scrum wasn't exactly on fire back then. Um, you're working some big hours and then you know do all that and you have a meeting with Wardy because he thinks you're a bit grumpy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then yeah, so Hurricanes are and, and been there ever since. And, yeah, uh, just love it, love Wellington, uh, love the Canes, and just lucky enough that. In between super seasons, I can sort of go off and sort of do my own thing for a bit. Yeah, and you've obviously coached some pretty uh, interesting characters at your time at the Canes. <laughs> any any that stand out to you? Oh, mate, how long you got? Um, <laughs> well, I guess with the front row, like, we've got a saying, characters with character. Yeah. And we had plenty of them. So if you look at the front row, boys, obviously um, you've got a soft spot for them, but obviously Bama's probably right at the top just because I've known him so long. Yeah. He definitely... Um, lives that character with character, then you can't go past um, Evis. <laughs> Chris Evis. Chris Evis. <laughs> Did you hear him getting called Evis on the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a setup. So, and, and, now, and now you've got like players like um, uh, Axe and Cepho and, and, and those guys that, you know, that um, they, they, they keep who they are, but as, as the hurricane prop, it comes with a criteria when, when you put the jersey on. And well, I've just been blessed with uh, just all the teams I'm with that. You know, look, very, very rarely in rugby does a does an idiot make it to the top. You know, so, yeah. Um, and obviously, I've, like I've done my whole career with Colsey and yeah, and uh, and Jeff. Um, you know, so that's no, been, been it's been good. A few good battlers there with um, Crazy Hall and oh uh, yeah, mate, the Crazy Hall captain goal kicker on the battler fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> David Hall, was yeah, it? But, but it's a, a toss-up between him and Frank. So, oh, Lawrence. Yeah. So in my in my battle of fifteen, I've moved Frank to number eight. We actually play, I played Colts for Frank. Where have you moved me? Oh, moves at blindside. <laughs> you still got that hamstring. <laughs> oh, you'd have a good battle of fifteen. Oh yeah. Abo's taking the kickoffs wherever <laughs> sorted. Oh, classic. And then did you get? Uh, international stuff. Um, yeah, well, the first one was Tonga. Actually, it just um, I told the story a lot to that I did in in Japan. But just real quickly, is the um, the manager of Tonga came to Whangarei to check out the stadium because they were playing there. Oh yeah, and there was no one to show him around. Yeah, so I did it. Just took, I took him to the stadium and opened the door so he could see the stadium. And then got chatting, and he just said that I'm doing the scrum coach analyst, and they needed one. <laughs> so that was it. So now I'm, you know, there I'm signed up with Tonga. <laughs> And, uh, oh, it's that. <laughs> yeah, so so did an end of year tour of Tonga and then the 2011 World Cup um, with them, um, and that was just epic. Yeah, it was just um, mate, that was something special. Like you know, I've, I've I've had a lot of awesome moments in rugby. Yeah, um, but landing at Auckland Airport, I'm not sure if you remember it that day. Yeah, mate, that, that's right up there. Mate, the that was, Oh, mate, it was something because we were in Tonga for about two weeks before it, and they flew a, a business class plane over for us, so that was pretty cool. And which planes was about to take off, and the Tongan marching bands walked across the <laughs> across the runway, giving it the giving it the farewell. So we got delayed by forty minutes. <laughs> but we landed, and and they take you through the back, so you'd have to go through customs. And um, the lady there just said, "Oh, look, it's going to be pretty epic out there." I was like, oh yeah, maybe a few flags. Yeah. Wave about mate. The top mate, they shut down State Highway One for about ten hours. True. Like it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. And uh, it took us about four hours to get from there to the Novotel at Green Lane. And obviously played the first game against the All Blacks, and that's the first time uh, going against the old man. Yeah. Um, which was pretty cool. We've, we've done it four times now. Yeah. And I'm down. It's like three hundred and forty-five points to seven, or something, <laughs> like, or something like that. So it's pretty one-sided. Um, and then, and obviously, we you know uh, beating France in that in that last pool game. 
That's right. Uh, that made that was pretty special. So, um, and then through that, um, you know, like like footy's just about meeting people and connections. And the yeah. assistant coach was Tortai Kefu. Uh, for Tongi's one that scored that All Black against the All Blacks in that try. He'll, if you ever meet him, he'll tell you about it. He's <laughs> um, got it saved on his phone. Just show strangers down the street. Um, and he coached a team in Japan called Kubota. That did two in the shit house. Yeah. And um, so he got me over to that. And so that's so that was my, my intro into Japan with with Kubota, and I've been with them ever since, really. So, um, you know, they're, they're they're going pretty good now. Oh, you've been working with them. Yeah. How so, have you been doing that? Well, it's just in between seasons, so I get yeah. uh, just get the leave from the Canes. And, oh, yeah. And that's up to me, you know, as, as long as it's no conflict of interest. So Canes yeah. have been very um, very good at, at my PD and letting me coach who I want. So yeah. I just shoot over for sort of 42 days a year over th- two two or three trips and yeah. just in touch with the scrum coach a lot and uh Lando Soakai is a forward coach there um so they're just 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 in touch with Soaks and True. um awesome spot as you know you've been there the food's good and yeah. it, you know it, and uh people are very welcoming yeah it's a bit different but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it help, helps when you get a win but yeah. and is this how <laughs> you became the king of Rapongi? no no that's, that's <laughs> what I saw someone ask Isaac Ross the last time around <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, why is that right? Yeah. Um, no, I, no, I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought, um, no, I better not tell any stories there too much. We've got a couple of people in Wellington absolutely packing bricks at the moment. <laughs> There's one egg farmer in line out coach shit themselves. <laughs> a few good times up in Rapongi. <laughs> so how far was Kubota from... The mixer. Uh, it's about a twenty minute train ride from. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, close. So, yeah, it's just just beside uh, Disneyland. Oh, yeah. So it's sort of right in the middle. Um, it's the closest club to Tokyo and Rico, so that was the main reason I went there. Um, the old man's affiliated with Panasonic, um, so I've been there a couple of times. They are out in Ota. It's about a four hour bus ride. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Not, You know the old driving range. That's about it. Um, yeah. So just and just with Kef, just being tight with him and the the social side of it. Yeah. And um, you know, they had some pretty good Kiwis there. Had Hawani Martinga and. Ice was there, um, and a few others. So, and it's a pretty good club. Uh, it's not too Japanese traditional, um, you know. So you can actually go there and and uh, feel like you're doing a good job. How do you find the language barrier there? Oh, I've just got a translator. Yeah, that's just with me twenty four seven. I can order a beer, and that's about it. I can definitely order Maccas. <laughs> you have to, eh? In the drive through. Got to, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's different, mate. Like it's. Um, like from a coach, it's awesome PD. Um, like it's easy coaching Dane Coles. Yeah, you know, but you're dealing with you got the, the language issue. You've got um, playing uh, coaching players that doesn't come naturally to. Yeah, you know, like the old tennis ball catch doesn't go too well over there. <laughs> you yeah. catch one, you're at the top <laughs> oh, for a wait, week. Like you catch one, you get a parade <laughs> through Tokyo. Um, you know, and so you're dealing with and, and the wheels are changed, move slowly. So what? Yeah. So what we, I could fix with Tyrol Lomax in a week would take six months in Japan. Oh yeah. Um, which is good because it keeps you getting back, you know. Yeah. But um, outside of that, just you know, just uh, love going there. Not sure if I could do it full time. Um, might have if, if you know if, if the canes don't go too well next year. Might have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll go good. <laughs> and then did you get um, Japan international? No, 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 no. Haven't done Japan. Just the, the after Tonga, um, they they went into a bit of a hi, uh, hiatus for a bit. Oh yeah. Um, and then Alama Ramia got me involved with Samoa. Oh, true. So I, so I did the 2015 World Cup with uh, Samoa. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty cool. So with Alama and Wadi um, and heaps of Canes boys. I think it was about eight or nine Canes boys. Oh, yeah, team. yeah, yeah. Got a great photo when we played the, the All Blacks. So winning against the old man again. I think that was 89-0 that day. <laughs> was that the one at Eden Park? Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, it, was, it was like, it was about maybe 12-0 after 20. And, <laughs> and the old fitness kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember the whole week was um, Aaron Major was the coach of the, the with us. Yeah, and we're practicing exits, and we spent forty minutes on exits. Yeah, because we wanted to nail that. So that's going. Well, we're probably only going to do one. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, sure enough, they kicked off, and that was it. <laughs> but fuck, we nailed that exit. Um, I think these, oh yeah, I've got a photo in the man cave. It's about thirteen or fourteen hurricanes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, in that game, yeah, in that game. So, mate, you know, that that was pretty cool. And how was the World Cup with Samoa? Oh, it was hard work. Um, it was pretty hard work. We, we, we didn't have the best World Cup result-wise, and um, I was just sort of learning the culture side of things there, mm. and, and you know, and just sort of just sort of finding my way. And we had a sort of mix of 
sort of very professional players and um, and some not so much, you know. So it sort of showed on the field. But you know, it was in England, and we you know we played in some pretty big stadiums, and and again, like the support you get in, in the islands from the from the the Polynesian community is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, is you know they, they they can support you. There's one thing they can do is shut down a hotel for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> just shut down a hotel for you. Um, they're awesome people. So it's pretty cool. It was it was, it was pretty good experience. And obviously, you know, I got, got a lot of time for Alama. He's an outstanding coach, and um, scrum went pretty well. You know, and, and having the Hurricanes boys there was good. Um, and also just didn't get the couple of wins that we wanted. And we finished strong. Had a good game against Scotland at the end. Yeah, probably could have. Well, ho- hopefully could have won, but. And then just stayed on, and that, and um, then we did one more year with Samara after that, and that didn't go so well. And there's a bit of in-house fighting, and well, I'm not too sure what goes on but between the players. Yeah, players and prime minister and management, or just, oh, yeah. yeah, just that sort of stuff you get with businesses and countries, I guess. And um, Alama got flicked, so uh, me, me and Waddy walked with him. Oh, yeah. Do you notice all that as a coach? Um, it's not too. It's not too bad when you're on tour. Um, you're pretty isolated and you've got your management team and your boys and you just worry about footy really yeah um, but obviously there's you know there is some governance issues somewhere you know because always there always seems to be something going on or some issue somewhere so it does make it quite hard to concentrate on the footy sometimes yeah um, but it's definitely getting a lot better um, like the last World Cup with Tonga was you know was was outstanding um, you know just just well run and good boys and you know, we shut down a few restaurants. You know, we were, <laughs> <laughs> one time we went to those, um, you know, those... All you can eat, yeah, you know, those uh, Oh, yeah. All, all you can eat for 40 bucks. <laughs> we were on a Tuesday night. Well, it enrolls the Tongan team. And we shut this place down. I mean, like the next day, they had a clothes sign on the door. Because um, the, the boys just put a clinic on. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, I said I said it was pretty cool. And being, being in Japan for the World Cup was pretty was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, we played England in front of fifty thousand, and um, you know we All Blacks put ninety on us. That's when I went against the old man again. You know, yeah. it was ninety two seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> Got all these photos on the wall of me and him after the games. There's fucking there's not there's not many good memories. Um, Yes, yeah, so we lost by ninety, and yeah. then three weeks later was I think England England got us thirty five nil or thirty five three. Oh yeah. So you know, sucks to lose. But um, against a pretty good England team, you know, we sort of barred up pretty good. Going into those games, do you expect to win or do you plan to win? What's the, what's the mindset as a coach? Uh, we always plan to win. Yeah. You, know, you sort of know deep down what, what you think the um, guts might be. Yeah. I mean, I should tell this through. I mean, Waddy, we're in, um, with the Canes and we're in Pretoria. And he goes, how's it going to go? I said, we're going to lose by 50. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I said, oh, mate. I said, I just, you can just tell. Yeah. I said, oh, a couple of injuries and we haven't got this right. Now they're a big pack. Is that balls yeah. there? Yeah. He goes, oh, no, nah, mate, you're an idiot. You can't say that. And it was 62-5 <laughs> or something. <laughs> I said, I fucking hate it when I'm right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, always, mate, always, um, you know, like on any given Sunday, mate, you know, like I've, I've been in plenty of games where we haven't been given a chance and you got up. Yeah. So always plan to win. Same with the Barbars at the moment. You know we're um, you know up against the best team in the world. Yeah, um, we gave them a pretty good run for their money uh, last Saturday. So um, you know, work for Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> so who's in this Barbars team at the moment? Is that the next best? So they yeah. pick the Black Ferns, and then it's everyone. You can choose anyone else. Yeah, pretty much. So I think we've got one uh, inter- uh, Canadian international from oh, Canterbury. Yeah. yeah. Um, the rest. You probably call it a development team. So I've got three or four that are still at school. Oh, true. You know, so so it, it's called the Barbarians, but it, it's sort of Black Ferns A, um, which is pretty exciting. There's some outstanding talent here, and it's just good, you know, good test for the Black Ferns. So they weren't, weren't planning on having a game because of the COVID. So hopefully this week we can uh, tip them up. Oh, well, hopefully at least give them a run for their money. I've got, got an old flatmate, Ed, Ed Harrison, if he's listening. Um, he used to say that um, when you get on the piss that like, anyone can do one night, stay two with the cream rises. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did he rise? <laughs> um, so I've just said that with the girls this week. You know, we've, had our, you know, we've had a good go, yeah. you know, but it's, it's the second test that's the important one. So yeah. fingers crossed, we'll see how we go. And um, well, going back to the Rugby World Cup with Tonga, how did you find like the travel and things? Do you find it the same level as compared to the other teams, or do you feel like... The Pacific Island teams, even with Samoa, don't quite get the same deal. Oh, it's not even close. Oh, not even. <laughs> no. Not even close. <laughs> so, 
World Cup's okay. Yeah. Because it's obviously all under the, the, the World Cup banner, uh, World Rugby. So every team's uh, treated the same. Yeah. Um, but obviously before that, you're sort of on your own budgets. So <laughs> there's some long travel days. I mean, we were in Tonga. We went, this is the week before we played the All Blacks. We had a camp in Tonga. Yeah. And Tōrai Kefu um, thought it'd be a good idea to go out to the regions, you know, and, and travel around. So we went up to an island called uh, Vavau. It's where uh, uh, Vaya was born. Oh, yeah. And he thought it'd be a good teaming, team building exercise to take the boat, to take, <laughs> to take the ferry. And he must have misheard, or because it has three or four stops along the way. Yeah. He must have seen the first stop saying three hours and thought yeah. it was three hours. Yeah. Well, it was 13. <laughs> <laughs> Team Vonda. <laughs> and, and, and it's not like the Inter Island, there's no movie theatre. It's just literally these seats and you can buy noodles. <laughs> and it just had this one TV playing a Korean action movie with subtitles. <laughs> And it's just, oh mate, it was 13 hours. And I was thinking for the last five, I was just lying on the on the back deck with uh, saying to Pally, just filling up bags, just filling up bags. Oh, real? Oh, mate, it was hell on earth. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm not sure if uh, All Blacks ever done that. <laughs> Team <laughs> so, on deck. So we did 13 hours, and we got, it was cool when we got there because yeah. it, it was, you know, um, going to seeing where Vi was born in his village. And again, the welcoming was just, it was just unbelievable. It's, um, yeah. Uh, it's a 35 minute flight yeah. <laughs> Did you fly back? Yeah we flew back <laughs> oh, I'd rather swim back than get back on that boat And it was quite cool we, and we, when, when we got in the whole like The whole island was there And it was just It was pretty special It was pretty cool because the uh, I'll never forget it the, pri- the Prime Minister was there And he's a, he's a nice Good fella he was walking around shaking hands and obviously very respectful. He's you know he's quite a high well he's the highest person in Tonga, and there was this this Land Rover, like it's just the middle of nowhere. This hundred thousand dollar Land Rover. What's going on there? And it had the Tongan flag on it, and then like a trumpet went and it was time to start. It was only on like a in a car like a big car park. Yeah, and he went and jumped in the Land Rover, and then these four security got around it and some music playing. It drove three meters forward and he got out. <laughs> I was like, what an entrance. <laughs> I was like, this guy's made it. What an entrance. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that, that was pretty cool. So there for a week. So the yeah, and then obviously the end of year two was, you know, just um just big travel days like going from one time we had to go from Dublin to um uh, to Belize in Georgia, it took about forty hours. Forty hours. Yeah, it's, oh. only, it's like six centimetres on the map. Yeah. Like, how's this forty hours? <laughs> um you know, so yeah, so but that's mate, that's you know, those boys just roll with it. Yeah, no one complains, oh, no one, no, nah, nothing's an issue. But yeah, nothing's an issue with those boys, it's good. It's crazy, eh? Yeah, now, if those all black, you'd have Rob Nickel on the phone by the time you land, he'll be all over the gram. <laughs> Would have had to be signed <laughs> off. Oh, so, um, what's next? Uh, also, this game this week. Uh, so looking forward to that in week off, and then we start back hurricane. So we start back December first. Just got the management in for a month, uh, and then boys come back in Jan six, I think, or Jan seventh. Oh yeah, and then um, and then just yeah, just getting ready for next year. So pretty pumped for that. How's the how's the squad coming together? Yeah, well, obviously, um, uh, Tej has has decided to go go to Japan and. Make a few bucks. Yeah, well, I'd say I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he'd be, he'd be farting through silk over there. Um, but you know, I, I gave him a text. So he's a hundred and forty game hurricane. He's he sort of earned the right to do yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, hopefully he comes back. Um, I'm just not sure the Jacks will be ready for him. For his, <laughs> <laughs> he trains pretty hard. Um, yeah, so back in with that. And yeah, uh, looking forward to it. obviously uh, same compass this year, uh, Aotearoa. So. Uh, that was pretty brutal this year. It's um, it's pretty intense. Um, we've got a pretty young team, um, so it's always pretty exciting. Heavy with your front rowers, always. Yeah, always heavy with the front rowers. So, um, got a pretty young crew there. Yeah, Bama's gone. Yeah, Bama's gone. He's on ninety nine though. Oh, is he? Oh, you're, you're flying <laughs> He's back on ninety nine. <laughs> um, so you know, it could be like Rutledge. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure if Bama will stay in that sort of shape though. <laughs> He's just about to have a kid. I think we might have about to have a kid, or maybe had a kid. So yeah, he's soon. Supposed to be soon. I'm not sure if he, even he knows. Um, <laughs> so I'd say he need a week off somewhere. Yeah, so it'd be great to get him back. But um, yeah, no, good. So I'll see. Um, stoked for you know, it was awesome to get Lomax back home and 
Um, he was pretty awesome for us and mm. um, also promotion up to the, the All Blacks. Um, I still reckon he's going to, He's only half as good as he's going to be, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon he's going to be pretty special. And then, obviously, Colesby's back. Uh, old dad for for another one. And Safa and Ricky in there. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's a pretty experienced crew. Um, and then at Lucy's, obviously, with Fraze. And his, his broken arm came at a, a pretty bad time. I mean, he was just starting to hit his scraps. Um, you know, with, with props, it sort of takes a while. You know, that, you know, that sort of mid-20s is when you start, yeah. you start really nailing it. So... That's no, all pretty exciting. And got some young, promising ones in there too with X and yeah, well, so yeah, X Xavier. Is, uh, X and Xavier are pretty special. Yeah, you know, um, uh, you know, if they just keep working hard, you know, the, the world's their oyster. Those two, um, you know, and X has gone pretty good. Um, and obviously, Pody from Hawks Bay, and there's always um, we had the Hurricanes under 18 camp last month. There's you know, the best, there's, there's all blacks ever in New Zealand. Yeah, and second chance Charlie is. Yeah, second chance. Is Charlie. he a, is he a chance? Well, he's got his program, so. Uh, <laughs> He texted me a few times to come down and help, so you, you never know. <laughs> yeah, good. So he's doing the pre-season with you? Oh, I'm not 100% sure because it all changed because of COVID. Oh, um, true. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but he's, he's, um, he's been in a couple of times. He, he's training hard. Is he? Like, I, I was stoked he won because I've had a little bit to do with him. And, yeah. Um, you know, he lost 10 or 12 kilos or, or something over that time. And, yeah. He's committed. That. Yeah, it, it'd be... Uh, It'd be a hell of a story if he, if he, <laughs> did, if he came through. <laughs> he also could end up in hospital. You know? <laughs> oh, he'll give it a good crack. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, as always, we've got we've gone to the Instagram for some questions, oh, and, yeah. and Dan Cron, wow, <laughs> you have plenty. Quite a bit about my charity work. A lot, <laughs> a lot of people know you. <laughs> all the good things you're doing for charities and all that stuff hasn't really been mentioned, but there's a few normal ones here. Okay. Best and most hardest working prop you've worked with? Uh, oh, all of them, but probably the, the standout would probably have to be Ben Franks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just he, he came in 2012 and uh, brought a whole lot of professionalism. You know, you got to be pretty special, take your own meal to your brother's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and the chilli van. Because there's not enough carbohydrate in the wedding meal. <laughs> that chilli van, it was special. <laughs> Yeah, so Frank's a bit with props just have to train harder because they're special, you know. So um, they, they they all train hard, yeah. you know, but uh, Frank's he was something pretty special. Yeah, yeah. next level way in yeah. terms of professionalism and yeah, doing everything you can to be that professional. Yeah, well, he player. doesn't, he, you know, he wasn't um, blessed with talent, you know, like some, yeah. some players are. So he, he had to work bloody hard to get to where he was. Um, and it was just relentless. Um, so I got a lot of... Um, admiration for that you hate to have 15 of them you know, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be an exciting game of footy <laughs> wouldn't, be, wouldn't be offload so I remember he passed it I remember he passed it once against the Stormers you there 2012 <laughs> that one time he yeah. passed it he oh got, what's the idea I can't remember <laughs> it, got, it, got, it was on a counter it got intercepted it was 2012 it was game one of the season I think and I got intercepted, and he said in the shed, he goes, I'm never passing again. And to be honest, I, I don't think he did. <laughs> Learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Oh, that's classic. Okay, worst experience in Rapongi. Worst experience in Rapongi. Um, who's that from? Kurt Morath. Kurt Morath. Oh, I've had a... Oh, well, it's never really a bad experience either. I, I, I know, it's I know, never which, a good one. I know, I know which one he's he's, he's alluding to. I got long story short, got got lost and had to try and get back to where I was staying. Yeah, and just had no idea. Yeah, um, out of money, and so I got back to Tortai Kefu's house. Um, couldn't get in. How'd you get back? Uh, got a taxi. Oh yeah, and um, managed to. Managed to get yeah, and then Toto Kefu's house, and then got on Facebook somehow and got Kurt Morass' number. Oh, yeah. And it was, uh, who was it gave it to me? Northern Lock. Berman. Mark, Mark Berman? Oh, anyway, and it was random. So I got a hold of Kurt. He gave me the address, and it's like seven Ks away. And it's the <laughs> middle of winter. I'm out of money. <laughs> So I went into the into the conveni and uh, not not my proudest moment, but flogged a um, like a scarf and a poncho, <laughs> and then walked this six seven k's to Kurt Morass house. And I remember it's all all security gated like it is in Japan. Yeah. So I've I've had to jump a fence, and this might be 
shocking to you and your and your 14 listeners <laughs> but i'm not exactly too nimble <laughs> so it had to, took me an hour to get over this fence and then there was another fence and this this is what broke me is all these bikes how do i get over that so i piled all the bikes up <laughs> and climbed up the bikes and got over this fence it took me like an hour it's about six in the morning it's like zero degrees and i finally got to um I think Kurt was living with uh, Hawani Martinga. Yeah. And he's not home because <laughs> he stays out late. <laughs> so I'm lying and I'm just waiting. And I remember it so that I went back and got one of those motorcycle covers. They put up a motorbike. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And wrapped myself in that. <laughs> freezing my ass off. Then Hawani got home about 10 a.m. Yeah. And I remember he's got that underfloor heating. All I remember is just taking all my clothes off <laughs> and just lying on this under, like the floor heating and just rolling around just like, I was so happy. I was so happy. And then um, got the bus to the arena and I flew home. <laughs> but what, what a night. <laughs> but, what, but what broke me the, the most is when we left in the morning, I told Hopper the story. Yeah. And the gate to the bike thing doesn't lock it, it just opens. Oh. <laughs> So I could have just opened the gate instead of piling up these, these 20 high bikes and all these jacks going, oh, what's going on? Oh, that's um, good stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah. Good times in Rapongi. Oh, yeah. Mate, have man. you still got the scarf? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> My photo's probably on the wall there at the old 7-Eleven. <laughs> you want it. Oh, crack up. Cheers, Kurt. <laughs> okay, what's your best roadshow story so you've obviously been traveling with the hurricanes doing a roadshow coaching coaches yep and the young all the young development yeah kids. So, yeah so, so yes we do it um it's something we do every year and it's pretty awesome i think so started off about five years ago or six years ago when we had um uh, the year wellington got relegated yeah i met a prop and lock on match day when I was just like, oh, this, this is not good. <laughs> um, twofold, but that's the depth we had to go to. Yeah. Because uh, we had all these injuries. Yeah. Like, we had a, we had a hissing team, and they, relate, uh, they released every player to play club, which was like a club. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And the Texas just rolled in, shoulder. Like, we lost Mots, lost uh-huh. Artie, lost Jeff. Reddish burnt himself concreting. <laughs> I'm just like, what's going on? What's next? Lose something, abducted by an alien. (laughs) So we got relegated. And so from there, I was like, well, we need to do something about this. So we started these engine rooms for front rowers, and then I wanted to get around the region. So um, Lardy got got on board for the development side of things. We got some funding, and it started off just me, him, and Waddy, and now it's the whole whole coaching team. And we just get around every school, every Heartland region, and... And, and coach as, me, as many kids in that as we can. That's cool. Yeah, well, just with the goal to find hurricanes because mm. um, they're out there. Um, yeah, best roadshow story. Well, mate, there's, there's not too many to tell, really. <laughs> but we, uh, you know, we, you know, we get looked after quite well, but we also go to some different parts of the world, up, up to Ruatoria and... Yeah. Um, you know, I've never coached someone while talking to them while they're on a horse, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that, so that's pretty special, so... Yeah, next question. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> next question. Mm. Okay, which prop loved scrummaging the most and which type forward hated it the most? Oh, jeez. Well, they all, they all love it the most. I'd say uh, one of the greats, Reg Goods, always loved a, a scrum session. Yeah, loved it the most. Oh, he'd warm up for days. <laughs> So you need to put that uh, that polo cap on. <laughs> he used to get so angry. Um, yes, oh yeah. So Reggie uh, loved the live scrum session. Uh, Motu, yeah. Um, you know, as you said, um, what you're doing with Tasman at the moment. Like we had a every week we have the opposition team. Yeah. Uh, called the Hunters at the Hurricanes. I remember one year. It might have been the year we won it. We had a real hissing reserve pack. So it was Hissa Sasagi and yeah. Motu and. Um, and the beer, yeah, and the beer would be there warming up because the boys would be doing gym, yeah, and the pack could get ready, yeah, and the beer was just like doing circles, with <laughs> <laughs> tongue and beer. Oh, and, and he just, I'd, I'd, I'd have to work the session because I couldn't finish the session with him pumping us because <laughs> Bama would be on suicide watch, you know. And so you had to work, you know, you had to tie, tire him out, you had to tie the beer out, or. Quick bronco. You get them out and chuck someone else and get a get all twisty in for a one night only or something. Um, 
Yeah, so you're so, well, you, do, you just have to love it because if yeah. you don't, you're, you just you just won't make it. You yeah. Know? Um, which type five for? Wow. Well, never really saw Pig Eden pushing people <laughs> out, pushing people away to get into a scrum session. Pig Eden. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Best young talent you've witnessed come through the system. Um. Well, well of all time. You probably got to look at it like a young Hardy. Yeah. Like I remember, we went on a um, uh, crazy hall called it the Battlers Tour of two thousand twelve. <laughs> maybe we we had a um, we went to Queensland and played the Reds in that June break. Oh yeah, and I was there. Were you there for that? Why sucking the holo? Yeah, why sucking? Yeah, came. yeah. Um, he was just a kid. Remember he yeah. scored that length yeah. of the field try? Yeah, that's right. I remember, um, and we're a bit short, and so they took Hardy. And never seen him play or met him, and they said, oh, "I was Jules's brother, I guess." So, and he was pretty quiet and just did his thing and just went out and ripped it up. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely, just oh, just ripped it up. I was like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> and um, you know, and that that was Artie. You, you, you know, and you see some of his school footage and yeah, and all that's just pretty spectacular. Same with the Safo. Yeah, you know, it was just it should be criminal but him playing school rugby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. So probably yeah, so. Probably Artie, and then like currently at this hundred under eighteens camp we had last month. There's there's kids special talent everywhere, man. Like because some of the kids that have come through that camp, yeah, like um, that are coming on. Like look at Dev Flanders, he's yeah. had a pretty awesome year. Mm. Um, Ruben Love and Aidan Morgan, you know they'll, they'll they'll be involved with us next year. Yeah, and even someone like Dupes, you know, like um, you know he, he was wider training two two years ago, and just 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 the fill-in guy to help us out in training. There he's over with the All Blacks, you yeah. know, and. You know, in, in in New Zealand, you just you just need a chance. Yeah. You know, and um, like Eavesy's the same. I remember he had a scrum session ages ago. <laughs> Appropriate name ages ago, Eavesy. <laughs> and uh, we needed a prop, and Alama goes, oh, "I've got some prop." Got kicked out of Harbour Academy. He can come and fill in. It was easy. And you know, and then he just turned up, and he kept turning up, and kept turning up, and eighty nine games later, he's you know. Yeah, so mate, it's just it's just talent everywhere, and that's you know that's the joy of New Zealand footy. Yeah, yeah, must be cool watching them progress through their careers like that. Well, I mean, it's just the um, like coaching's like a drug, you know. Like it's um, it's it's the biggest buzz you can get. Um, you know, when a player, you, you make a player better, and 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 they get it, and you know, um, you know, like so watching Jeff debut for the All Blacks or a Safo, you know, it's 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 pretty awesome. You know, it's it's, it's out. There's not, there's not many jobs in the world that sort of gives you that sort of buzz, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How good. Okay. The toughest player. Toughest player. Well, there's a few. Um, they're my favourite. The, 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 the tough ones, yeah. My, 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 I'm, I'm a huge Jack Lamb fan. Yeah. I, I love Jack just because of I knew how how bad his body was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and... Uh, he just went week in, week out. He was just relentless. Um, and so, but to be honest, pound for pound would be David Holwell, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Or not even pound for pound. Yeah. Mate, just, because um, he weighed bucko five, dripping wet, old yeah. But, um, you know, you get those, uh, when you dislocate your shoulder, they give you those sort of arm braces. Yeah. They're, like, they're called parachute or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had two on. <laughs> <laughs> he had two on. And so he couldn't get his arms behind his body. And and he had this strapped and this strapped and uh, just just uncompromising tough yeah and um, just 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 sort of led from the front but at that at, at, at that level everyone's tough yeah you know but um, uh, yeah so yeah probably David Jack Hull, well. David Hall yeah that's good good to see a ten in there oh man he was outstanding I saw him about three or four weeks ago uh, three three or four years ago he came down for a Paniki reunion day or oh something. yeah yeah yeah. And he played for the bees. Oh, did eighty true. minutes for the bees, and then twenty minutes off the bench for the seniors. <laughs> Still going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. loves it. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, Gus Collins will come pretty close. There oh, as well. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gus is pretty up there. Hmm. Some tough roosters. Favorite team you have worked with? Um, obviously, yeah, pretty pretty tight with the Hurricanes. So, you, know, you do ten years, you get you get pretty close there. Yeah. Um, I guess favourite team would be, probably be like 2010 Black Ferns when we yeah. won the World Cup over there. Uh, that was pretty special just because of the situation with England and it's all like Rocky Four, you know. Um, 
you know, they've got all the high training, you know, the high and drago yeah. training the high facilities and we're out chopping trees down. Um, you love Rocky. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan, mate. It's like plums. <laughs> plums could take any coaching scenario and bring it back to a Rocky movie. He's probably talking about that today after the all like, Sean Rocky won. Um, yeah, so, the, yeah, it was just, it was just um, we're just up against it. And so that, that was a pretty special win. Um, yeah, but, you know, Definitely Hurricanes. Yeah, you know, because just 10 years. Yeah. He's pretty loyal. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. This one's from Isaac Ross. Oh, God. If you got stuck on a public toilet with no toilet paper, <laughs> would, you, would you sacrifice your clothing or pull up and go? <laughs> I presume he's texted in today. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a situation... <laughs> At the uh, the BP in Edgeware in Christchurch, <laughs> where uh, time was a factor, <laughs> and 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 didn't check uh, the toilet paper rations. <laughs> it's fair to say, so unfortunately, the old uh, five for ten dollar warehouse business sock to the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do with that? <laughs> I didn't keep it. <laughs> Flash it. <laughs> Didn't keep it. <laughs> oh, oh, good times. Good question. Cheers, <laughs> Isaac. Okay. Ask him about his gym workout. Apparently it's got something to do with cards. <laughs> Is that Moo? <laughs> no, Triple T. Oh, Triple T. Oh, I'm not really renowned for my gym workout, to be fair, but it's uh, it's all pretty short and sharp on <laughs> Sort of chest and back and out of there. <laughs> Maybe five sit-ups. What's the cards got to do with anything? Oh, no idea. No idea. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, $90 Uber to see Alan and Potirua. The A-team. Oh, the A-team. Oh, how good. Oh, we had a... Um, love the A-team. So the, the, the A-team's the, the analysis team at the at the Hurricanes. So Yeah. Um, just just a bunch of myths. <laughs> it's really, I don't know where we found them from. Like, um, well, like, there's not many teams in the world where the, the party doesn't start to the analysts turn up. <laughs> so Alan, um, whose actual name's Ryan, when he first started, I thought his name was Mike for the first month, and then it was Alan. Oh, it's Alan. But his real name's Ryan because he looks like Alan off the hangover. I had no idea. Even you know when we played the British Lions, yeah, we were given those badges, yeah. His one says Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Oh, we just had we just um, uh, Alan was supposed to come over for a few beers. This is uh, I don't know when it was. It was recently, and he pulled out late, so we gave him a bit of abuse on the on the on the chat, and he took it a bit personally. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought I'd better go see him. So me and uh, Seti and. Justin, who's the uh, intern from from Ireland, we jumped in the Uber to go see him. Cost ninety bucks. Yeah, went to the the Mariner pub and and poor a hell of a spot. <laughs> and um, so we stayed there for about three or four hours. We had a great time. Yeah, but we didn't know Ulysses. So co- so Thursday we got sh- um, COVID started. It didn't get shut down to Monday. Oh yeah. So this is the Saturday in between, and Doc sent a big text out saying you're not allowed to go to bars or, or out and yeah. we just we just didn't read it and here we are at the Mariner Hotel so we had to own up and then the big honesty call went out the next day <laughs> so we had to own up there at this bar and we're sort of well not lucky enough because it was bad but on Monday it all got shut down we just oh. had, this, had this image of Doc reading out names of people that had been out you know like this Munzerman, Cron, you know, <laughs> Tawala, <laughs> Walker, Leah, Weary, like all that, you know, Fado, oh, Tear, Tear, the list goes on. The crew. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Okay. Who is the best women's rugby player in the world? Uh, well, officially, is Kendra Coxedge. Easily, yep. I'd say. she um, She's an outstanding player. Um so she obviously won New Zealand Rugby Player of the Year, and she's probably the most high-profile women's player. Yeah. Um, of all time, like, as I said, my first year back in two thousand five. That's probably the probably one of the best teams I've coached. Yeah. Um, and because we had the back then, it was just a bit of a who's who of of, of female rugby. Like Farah Palmer and yeah, um, Anna Richards, Steph Mortimer, um, and all these sort of things. But obviously, um, Elmo's 
def- definitely right up there at the moment. Yeah. Okay, yeah. last question. Yep. One piece of advice you would give to a young player coming through. Young player coming through. Listen to your mum. Um, well, I guess the biggest thing that, because we, we see a lot of kids that have talent, I guess, we see, and there's heaps of them, Yeah. and only some make it. Um, I'd be very, um, I'll put a lot of thought into your partner. <laughs> having, <laughs> having a strong partner is vital. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've seen it go both ways. And the, the, the two things that just ruin careers is, is piss and food, really. Yeah. You know, so you can't stop drinking and you can't stop eating. <laughs> Which I know I know both quite well. <laughs> um, so I guess that, you know, the, your, your rugby career is just so short. You know, I remember Ben Frank saying it just, just goes like that, you know, and same with the coach. You know, it's, I've been in this 15 years, just, fuck, it just feels like yesterday, yeah. you know, so... Um, but it's pretty hard to talk sense to a 17, 18 year old, you know, yeah. like, um, yeah, so no real definite thing there. Just, you just got to give it the best shot you got, mm. you know, and, um, you definitely see some players that have got all the talent that just, just, that just can't make it. Then you see the others that, that try really hard, but just don't have the talent, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, like yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've gone off the Francy model. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So, mate, mate, everyone's different, you know. Yeah. yeah. Geez, that's good advice. Oh, how good! Put it on a poster. And what a yarn! Thanks for joining us, Crono. Obviously, my time with you at the Hurricanes. You've been an absolute legend around the around the team. Big for the environment, um, and obviously what you've done with the forward pack, and especially this year with the scrum. You you helped me out heaps getting those scrum strikes, getting those scrums hissing for the scrum strikes. So, uh, it's been awesome working with you both as a player and a coach, and um, all the best for the future. Cheers, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. So real quick, I have an offer for you from Pure Sports CBD to give you a perfect chance to try this Unreal product. I reached out to this company because I love the stuff. It's certified for athletes. You can get it anywhere in the world you are listening to this, New Zealand included, and most importantly, it works. So the offer is 20% off. All you have to do is type in Waterlad with no spaces with a 20 on the end, 2-0 in the promo code and you're away. Now we also have Manscaped on board. Now this offer is only on for one month, giving you 20% off and free shipping on any order on their website, including the discounted one. So there's massive savings to be had. Manscaped have the best body hair clippers in the game. You will not cut yourself guaranteed. To get on this awesome discount, just in time for Christmas, go to manscaped.com, enter WATERLAD in capitals, no spaces, in the promo code, and enjoy. And last but not least, as always, we have Fortune Favors on board who have a 15% off discount for all our WATERLAD listeners. It's heating up now, so it's a great time to load the fridge with some cold beers or ciders and chip away throughout the summer. To get the discount, go to Fortune Favors Beer website, which is fortunefavors.beer, and put in what a lad, no spaces in the promo code to enjoy.